Ladies and gentlemen, today is a huge deal, a big deal for this show. Uh, in fact, I don't even know if I can refer to this show as bird noises anymore. I'll tell you why, because bird noises just went boom <laughs> with our next guest. Let me welcome the ATL's one and only Jeezy. Welcome to Bird Noises, Jeezy. Thanks. What up, though? What up, though? Pleasure to be here, baby. Boom. Boom. I <laughs> yes, love it. Sir. Thanks for coming on, man. So thanks for having me. Yeah, it's so good to have you here. You know, it, it was pretty cool a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah, it was a couple weeks ago when we had Goody Mob on here several weeks ago. Nice. Weeks ago. But uh, this, this is pretty awesome. Dope, man. Dope. Shout out to the fellas for stopping through, man. Yeah, they were awesome. They good were really, guys. Good yeah, guys. Yeah, great guys. We had a lot of fun. Um, and so I just want to thank you for taking time out of your, uh, I'm sure you've got a hectic uh, schedule. But uh, it's it's always good to uh, have somebody like you on this show. The show is like you know it's a twenty fourth episode, so it's, it's nice. It's, it's it's new still. Congratulations. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, I want to talk to you about growing up in Atlanta, being a Falcons fan. Um, one of the other things I want to talk to you about was just your memories, um, just being a Falcons fan here in this city, uh, players, coaches, seasons, that kind of stuff. But um, also want to talk about your latest work, the recession right. two. Uh, and I understand you have your own podcast out. I was listening to a little bit of that. Yes, sir. It's, it's yes, called sir. the uh, Recession, right? Podcast, yes. Is that, is that is that did I get it right? Recession. Yeah, yeah you got it. Recession. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, there's a certain you know if you want to get into it later, a certain versus battle coming up in two days. Uh, if you want to want to talk a little bit about that, we can yeah. at the end. <laughs> uh, but first, let's just uh, one thing I do with every guest here, Jeezy, is. Uh, um, it's kind of a show staple and it's this, the name of this podcast is it's kind of, it's different bird noises. Okay. So one of the things that I do is I ask every guest, what do they think of the name bird noises? And you, the only requirement is that you just be brutally honest. Right. <laughs> I think it's weird. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And it's uh, <laughs> different, <laughs> definitely. Weird and different. Yeah, I tell you what, we've had uh, some people love it. Uh, Jesse Tuggle, the hammer, uh, loves it. Okay. Uh, we had some coaches that said, yeah, it needs a little juice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> CeeLo said he wanted it, he thinks it should be called bird. That's, that's, that's different. <laughs> no, and so. It's a wild factor there. <laughs> So, you know, I thought it might be kind of cool. I was sitting here thinking about you coming on and it's not often we get somebody on here. Uh, how do I say this? That's uh, a lyrical expert, has some lyrical mm. expertise like you. Mm. So if I'm going to, I want to ask you this question. I thought it might be fun. If you were in charge of coming up with a name for this podcast, which is a, a podcast about Falcons football, but mostly everything else. Right. Something that had to cut through the noise a little bit. Be a little different. Mm -hmm. What would you name this podcast? Dirty Bird you, Podcast. What would that, you name it? Dirty Bird Podcast. Dirty Bird Podcast. Yeah. All right. I think I know yeah. where you're going a little bit here. Right. Some of your <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a little Falcons, uh, shall we? Um, let's get it here. So, you know, when I knew you grew up in Atlanta, obviously, mm -hmm. when did you become a Falcons fan? Oh man, Deion Sanders, um, okay. that whole era, 
Um, late late 80s. Yeah, and wearing, wearing the Falcons jersey and the Falcons starter coat um, was what I remember. And um, the colors, I remember just growing up looking at the colors. I loved the black and red. Just feel like it was just strong, solid. And um, I loved the, um, the bird as well. Yeah. When you this, see it, you know it. This one or the old one? The old one yeah. or the new one? And um, yeah, just you know, watching my uncles and everybody get around, get around the TV for a Falcons game, and yeah, you know, just you know, hearing about it, wanting to go to the actual game, but it was a while before I was able to actually go to a game. Fulton County it was Stadium. Surreal though, it was surreal, like being in that stadium, um, like watching what was going on on the field and watching the people in the stands. It, it was a real experience. Definitely the first time I went because I just got a feel for. Um, you know, how things go down. Because when you see it on TV, it looks different. Yeah. You're actually there, you're in it. And I just be like, why are they not yelling this loud? You know what I mean? Why you can't hear what's going on on the field? So it's almost like, do you watch it at home? Or do you yeah. go to the stadium? That type of thing. So when Dion got here, uh, you know, he came, there was a lot of pomp and circumstance when he came out of FSU, right? Right. And uh, not long after, they changed, you know, the the – the jerseys, the look, you know, when Andre Rising got here, Jerry Glanville, mm-hmm. they went to the all black. Right. Um, but the Falcons, they didn't win. They, they, were, they were pretty good, but they didn't, you know, it's not like they were collecting rings, but they had a certain, what was it about them? I don't want to put words in your mouth, but what was it about that team, that era specifically, that's just different, you know, being a Falcons fan, what's different about the Falcons from, other teams in other cities? Mm, I think it's Atlanta, if I'm being honest. Atlanta is just a different city. I remember when the Olympics came and people really got a chance to get a glimpse of what Atlanta was. Atlanta's magical. And I think for the Falcons to be a team that represents Atlanta, they go hand in hand. And um, we support our own. Like the games are almost like, you know, parties. Mm. (laughs) People come, it's, it's a good time. And it's experience, and it's what you want to do if you got people in town or um, family in town. You got to go catch a Falcons game. It's just like the thing to do. So I think they go hand in hand. I think Atlanta's a city of entrepreneurs. It's a city of um, big business. It continues to grow. So with that, we get new fans, you know, as the seasons change. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, you, you, you got to really look at it. It's just like Atlanta's a fun city. We got great nightlife. You know what I'm saying? We got We got – we got, um, you know, our own culture when it comes to the music. You know what I'm saying? It's just so many different elements that go together. And then we got a dope football team. You know what I mean? It, it has dope colors. And um, in, in this, you know, this time around, we got a bunch of young guys on it that you might see out on a day-to-day to represent the team. So it just feels like homegrown and home pride, if you will. It's pretty awesome. So yeah, when you think of the Steelers, you think of that blue collar steel mm-hmm. town, mm-hmm. right? Lunch pal. Right. And then when you think of the Cowboys, you think of like the, the triplets, right? right. Captain America, Troy right. Emmett, Michael, right? But when right. you think of Atlanta, you think of the parties, the culture, the swag. Yeah. Yeah. And people come, it's, it's like a cesspool. People come here and they leave with something. And Atlanta is one of those cities you can move to and you actually be successful. A lot of cities you can't, you know, you get there and the resources ain't there, but Atlanta's full of like resources and people just continuously in and out of here and, and building and and and, and um, networking. And it's just like- Changing too, right? Yeah, everything happens in Atlanta, everything. Like you name it. If it's movies, we got it. If it's 
music, we got it. If it's if it's events, we got it. If it's politics, we own it. You know what I mean? It's just like a whole thing. You know, even for the Super Bowl to be here, like I've been to a lot of different Super Bowls, but when it was hosted in our stadium, it was clean. It was like mm -hmm. seamless. The traffic wasn't too crazy. Mm -hmm. It was dope. You know, it was Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, you know, it's funny when you describe it like that. It's just, it's, it's, it's constantly changing, but it's growing too. Is that fair? I mean, yeah. like when you think of New York, you think of the skyline, right? And you think yeah. of, when you think of San Francisco, you think of the Golden Gate Bridge. But when you think of Atlanta, the, the, the skyline, it's, it's, it's constantly changing. Yeah, and, and that's the I mean, part. there are parts that are staples, right? But mm -hmm. even when I go out of town and come back, um, there's always something different. A building where one used to be at, um, a new restaurant that opened, um, you know, people getting their own businesses and, and, and turning strip malls into things like, it's, 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 it's the home of the entrepreneur, if you ask me. So, you know, whether it's real estate, or, or, you know, building skyscrapers, it goes on. If you look at Buckhead, it's, it's, it's definitely expanded. It doesn't look the same from the shops of Buckhead. Like, you, I remember when that was all just nightclubs over there. Yeah, yeah. You know and now, like, I would have never saw that one coming, but you can look at it. Even um, uh, Atlantic Station, yeah. you know, that, that yeah. was totally something else. And you look at it now, it's a whole, it's, it's a whole uh, ecosystem. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, you know what I mean? So... I just think that part is dope. And I also, you know, love the fact that like, you know, even though our malls are our malls and, and we, we still have other things that, that make you want to visit Buckhead and we still have other things that make you want to, if it's the Beltline or um, any of those things, there's so much to do in Atlanta, Georgia. Like you could be here and, and for a week and not do it all. You Little know? five points. Yeah, everything. It's just so many yeah. different cuts and, and um, it's culture is what it is. It's dope. It's really dope. Um, what do you think it, what do you, th so I, th I think you just answered the question, but I'm going to ask you anyway, you know, there's just, when you think of Atlanta and you think of the athletes that have played here, mm. Deion Sanders, you mentioned mm. Andre Risen, mm. Jerry Glanville, mm. Michael Vick. What is it about those guys that just draws fans or vice versa? You know, what is it about, mm. When you think of Atlanta and those personalities, those are the guys that really flourish and thrive here. I think, it's related, I think it's relatability. You can relate to them. They look like your uncle. You know, they, they act like your uncle. One of your cousins, you know, just went to college for football and made it to the mm -hmm. pros. They, they, they're personable. Yeah. And, and, and they become the people's champs. Like Mike Vick awesome. was the people's champ. You know what I mean? Dion was, he was prime time. Like you just had to see it. Andre Rising just, you know, he just had it. And when you think of these uh, certain athletes, they just got that 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 it factor. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? They have that, you know, that you can kind of look up to them but feel like you're still cool with them at the same time. I mean, I'm quite sure if you ran into Dion in his in his prime, he would probably speak, take a picture, high five, you know, crack a few jokes, and you walk away like, man, you know, <laughs> wow, you know, it's that, you know. But I have think you, have, you, I think have you met a lot of those guys? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Um, I actually had Dion on my um, talk show. I have a talk show on uh, Fox Soul that uh, airs every Wednesday night at uh, 7 p.m. Um, Pacific and 10 p.m. Eastern. That's awesome. Fox Soul was called Worth the Conversation. Yeah. And Dion was actually one of my guests, and, and, and we talked, and we chopped it up. And that's the thing. Like, I met Dion at a, uh, uh, um, at a screening for his documentary, 
and we just instantly became cool and we just kept in contact and it's that thing again i hit him up i'm like yo i'm doing the show i would love to have you as a guest he was like i'm there and the next day i turned around and did his podcast so it, awesome. it's you know it's just that's awesome he's being personable with people and 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 i think that's 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 what makes it dope he's getting in what do you think about him getting into coaching now how do you think I he'll do it. i love yeah. it yeah i think it's you know he has the wisdom it's, here we go again it's like i just got a position at um def jam records which is the label that i've called home throughout my whole career and now right. I'm, a, I'm a senior advisor to the chairman which is like a coach because i have knowledge that i've learned over time that is still valuable and i think with dion he's he's personable he's relatable but he he's very his his football IQ is very high, mm-hmm. so like he can go in there and relate to those kids in a way that the average person can't because he knows their struggle. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna take the time to meet their parents, but their their dad is going home like, oh man, Deion Sanders is coaching you. This is crazy. You know what I'm saying? So is that, you know? I'm sure he'll do really well when he comes into the living room and sits with mom and dad. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's that where guy, I think that guy has is. a lot of personality. That guy <laughs> just got it. <laughs> you feel yeah, me? I'm, he'll be a great recruiter, no doubt. Yes, sir. Um, so let me ask you, uh, you, you referenced the dirty birds. What, what's your favorite memory or moment as a Falcons fan growing up or just, uh, well, my favorite memory. Yeah was the time that we almost won the Super Bowl. <laughs> and I was I was in Houston, Texas, and mm-hmm. it was going down. We was up, I think, two or three touchdowns, mm-hmm. and you couldn't tell me nothing. That was, like, short-lived. But it was my favorite moment because really? okay. I had my jersey on. I had my gloves. And my second favorite moment as a Falcons fan was right before that um they had the playoff game uh the at the arena yeah georgia and, dome. Um, georgia the, the georgia dome the, yeah yeah, talk, georgia yeah. Dome. yeah and um me and Ludacris and um jermaine dupree performed uh, at halftime i think and it, it was really dope yeah so your favorite, that's, that's, I didn't expect you to say the, the Super Bowl was your favorite moment, but I was, I was, because I, I was, I was talking reckless. Yeah. Like I was talking to those, those, those <laughs> other fans, like, you know, it, it was like, it felt, good. it felt good for that moment. You know, it was short lived, but I, I, I felt good. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask you what your, your, your low moment is. I'm guessing it, it was that day too. Yes. yes, it was me trying to sneak out of the game a little <laughs> early and getting caught by TMZ. And why are you leaving so early? I'm like, I'm trying to beat traffic. They like, and then they posted it on TMZ. <laughs> yeah, now you man. you performed uh, right after after at the post Super Bowl party, right? I did, did. I did. Yes, I mean, it was uh, a little tough, but you know, was it? I was gonna ask you, is it, was that tough to do? Yeah, because, you know, before halftime, we was all excited. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, oh, it's going to be crazy. We're going to celebrate. We're in Houston. And then by third quarter, it was just like, man. And fourth quarter, it was like, damn. And then when the game was over, I was like, so we went and we still made it the best. But, you know, you know how it is. Like, you know, people wouldn't really there for a performance. Like, they, you know, they wanted to come and leave with that, that big W. So I feel them heartbreaking loss but it 
it will go down as probably one of the the most exciting Super Bowls ever. Not, yes. not that not that any Falcons fan ever wants to hear that, but uh, when you think of 2016 and then even 98 when they also went to Super Bowl, what's the city like when when this when the team is winning? When, when what's how is Atlanta different? Is the city different when you have a winner like that? Is yes. there a, what's explain that vibe? It's, it's, like. a, it's, it's, it's a celebration. It's, it's a it's a it's a bragging point. It's a um. It's just one of those things of being from a city and having that pride, you know. And it's like mm-hmm. you know, football is is a sport that's very close to our culture. Mm-hmm. You know, so is basketball, but football is one of those sports. And um, it's just like you know, when you win it and you up, you know, everybody loves a winner. You know, everybody loves a winner. So you know, it's just one of the things where you get to go out, and you get to celebrate the city and celebrate the win. It's like you was a part of the team. And um, I think it's like that for any city that really, you know, supports their their their, their teams. You know, I, I went to Cleveland one time for a, a basketball game. And I I was like, yo, I, everybody in there spinning those white towels. I'm just like, yo, this is crazy. When LeBron was there. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's a lot of pride. And maybe because it's Cleveland and-, and yeah. And basketball is a big thing there. It's like the biggest thing they do. But I feel like Atlanta, since we're so diverse and we got so many things going on, um, but still, like, we always want to get behind, you know, our team when they got, they're on a good street, even though we should be behind them all the time. <laughs> but when you start hearing about it. Hey, those Falcons, they're doing good. And everybody want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody want to jump on the bandwagon. But one thing I do love, to see, and I, I, I've been to a lot of cities. I've never seen um, a tailgate party like an Atlanta Falcons tailgate party. Yeah. It's different. I'll tell you what. When this team, I'm saying when, when this team finally wins the Super Bowl. Right. Boy, there's going to be a party here. Like, Yeah, speaking into the existence. Speaking into the existence. There's going to be a party here probably like any, unlike any other city. Uh, I can just speaking imagine. Speaking existence. <laughs> well listen um last one one more thing i want to ask you about the falcons here before we uh move on a little bit here you mentioned dion um what player do you think got this city more excited because three of them stick out to me and maybe mm-hmm. you'll name somebody else but i think of Deion sanders prime time mm-hmm. i think of michael vick mm-hmm. and i think of julio jones mm-hmm. what is I'll- it Go ahead. I would say Michael Vick. Okay. Because I, I went to a game, and I think he was playing for another team. Philadelphia? Yes. Yeah. He got a standing ovation. I'm just like, how does that work? When he came on the field, it was like, it was like respect given. And I, was just, I just couldn't believe. I was just like, they played for a whole nother. <laughs> it was weird. But um, this, and then team the loved, name, this city you know, loved Vick. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, like prime time, is, that's he the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's the guy. Yeah. But I just think um, for underdog, uh, Mike Vick, he he had that. He was like, he was the people's champ. He was the guy that, you know, had it all. And, and, and you know, it just, you know, it didn't work out for him. But everybody knows he's great. You know what I'm saying? He, yeah. He's a good dude. So just like to see him get that applaud in, in the city, I know that had to make him emotional as well. And I love the fact they brought him out when they did, um, uh, you guys did. With, the with Roddy White. Right, right, right. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah, that was yeah. good. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, you know, that was a cool thing, you know, because he he went through uh, a lot and, you know, paid his due and, uh, you know, he, he fought back and he, he played pretty well, too, in Philadelphia. And um, it was great to see, you know, the Falcons owner, Arthur Blank, and, and the Falcons just kind of embrace him, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the whole thing come full circle. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people relate related to that whole journey with him. Right. I, I don't know. But uh, well, listen. Let's let's talk about your latest work a little bit here. Um, it's called the Recession Two. That's about to drop, correct? Yes, Friday night, twelve a.m. Friday night, wherever music is streamed or sold. <laughs> well, with everything going on in the world right now, the you know with, with the pandemic and there's so much change going on in our climate, and there's a lot of you know a lot of conversations going on in our country. Some of them uncomfortable, but they're all good uh, for the most part. Um, you know, where is there, when you, when you think of this, this latest work of yours, is there some underlying message or is there something that you're conveying or that you want to convey with this, with a particular song or the, the, this, this whole thing, this whole project? Um, I just feel like it's, um, if I'm honest, I just feel like I took the time to pin down my my true feelings about mm-hmm. how I see things happening and occurring. And even, I mean, you're here in Atlanta, for like one minute everything's good and the next minute people are riding and looting and marching. It's just like, what happened? You know what I'm saying? And it just, it, 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 it was so many things that happened in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And with everybody being still because of the pandemic, that really just made me go, okay, it's time to get the journal back out and really release some of my um my my pent up tension and my, you know, pent up not understanding and put it back into the music. Mm-hmm. I think that's what inspired me because it was a lot to talk about, you know. Of course, make music, great music, but it's just like how can I message this in a way that we take a mental snapshot of what just happened and we don't move past it like everything else we do. And what sound, what sound captures that? And that, that was the goal, like to get a sound that captures that. So when you hear that, you go, yeah, I remember when that happened. And, and um, the message I would say was just like, you know, mobilizing and uniting. You know, mm-hmm. I, I heard someone say, um, one of my guys from NWCP told me that, um, last year's early voters was, I mean, last election's early voters was like 650,000. But this time around, it was like 1.5, 1.6. That just shows you people are getting the message, you know? All and kinds of records. Was, set. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that was a big, and, and the thing about it is our state, everybody around the world sitting back to see what our state is going to do. So what, no matter what side you want, because we all together is mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, we, we mobilized and we got some traction. And I think that's the beautiful thing about it is that people see that it, it moved the needle. So now, not that Biden is the end all be all, you know right. what I'm saying? But the needle has been moved. The ship has yeah. happened, change is happening. But that was because of you, 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 and you, and you, and you, and you, and you. And now you understand that when you do, you know, participate, mm-hmm. anything can happen, you know? So that that's what I was happy to see in in the music to me you know it represents that like just 
Let's be, let's be on the same page, whatever that is. Whatever that means to you, let's just all, you know, you know, be on the same page and move that way. It's just like, um, it's unity is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like let's not separate it. Like, like this, this, let's bring it all together, you know? That's awesome. Do you feel like that this in some ways is one of your most important works because of that? Yeah, I said that about the last recession, the first recession, but yeah, I think this time around I had more knowledge. I had more resources and I had different conversations and I had, a, you know, I thought my mind was open then, but mm-hmm. I feel like I have more of an open mind now. You know what I'm saying? I'm not here to judge anybody, to tell anybody how to feel and what to think. I'm just saying, whatever we do, let's just do it together. I think that's all of us. And you know, like being on the football team, it's just like, you know, if everybody's on the same page, you win. Right. You know, that's, uh, that's awesome to hear. And uh, I love it when people like you who have such a, a, a large stage in a, in a big microphone say things like that. Cause I think it's so, it's so important, man. And uh, that's awesome. I, I, I can't wait to, to hear it and, for sure. And, and to, to get my copy and uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I need twelve o'clock. Download it Friday, right. twelve a.m. Friday. <laughs> um, one thing I'm dying to ask you about is is in the early days of the pandemic on mm. social media, you posted something in in you posted a video, and you you put you had like a message of hope and encouragement mm. to people out there. Mm. And you actually gave out your your, your number. You you said to people right. to text you. Right. Um, and I just thought, wow, that's, that's incredible. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking this could go a lot of different ways for him. Um, what kind of responses did you get? This is just like my own curiosity. I don't mm. know if you've talked about this at all, but right. what kind of responses did you get? Did any of them move you, surprise you? And yeah. what was the best thing that came out of it? Is there like a great story? I think just hearing, you know, just being there to text people back that was giving up, you know what I'm saying? People who just couldn't see it, the uncertainty and to talk to a lot of people that was dealing with mental issues that, you know, amplified just over time, you know, people were lonely, people were confused, you know, lost their jobs. Yeah, lost their jobs, they were trying to figure things out and it happened so fast, it's like, you know, how many, how many of us was really truly prepared for that? So it was just one of those things like, you know, to put it out there and I would just go through Texas every now and then and be like, yo, keep your head up. And you know, that that's not physically doing anything for anybody. But like I said, again, like you never know until you know, like your words could encourage, stop, save, you know, all these things, it, it, it can actually do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, so I'm sure me, they did. Yeah, so for me, it's just like, Every platform I, I have, I'm just all about that um, words of encouragement. Like, you know, and, and I know growing up that affected me because that's one of my um, triggers, if you will, uh, that has to do with my traumas is like people always telling me that I couldn't do something. Mm-hmm. And and that just made me, I use that for, for jet fuel. That just made me want to go harder and do better. And, and, and I know, you know, everybody ain't wired like that. So if I can send some type of words of encouragement or, or, or give them a little knowledge here and there, I mean, yeah. you never know. Sometimes I read quotes and, and, and be like, damn, okay, today's going to be a good day. You know, <laughs> And it's just something somebody put up and it just resonated with me. And I'm like, damn, okay, I get that. And, 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 and then you kind of go from there. So sometimes 
you know, your words are more powerful than you know. And even just the gesture of um, being concerned about somebody else, because the thing about it is, you know, a lot of people feel like they don't matter. Yeah. You know, and, and, and the minute you give somebody that respect, you know, you might, you could possibly change their whole life. You know what I'm saying? No question about it. I, you know, I, I didn't know what you were going to say or what kind of stories or what kind of feedback you got. But uh, when I saw that, I thought, man, he is really, you know, you're, you're kind of exposing yourself there a little bit and you're, but you, at the same time, you're probably going to change some, some woman, some guy, some girl's right. life. Right. Oh and, yeah. But I did uh, get, I did get it. Those couple, man, the bills do next month. Can you put about 5,000 <laughs> in my account? Like, oh no. <laughs> I was gonna ask you about that too, but yeah, I was wondering I if you got, got any. I got a few of those. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask you if you got app, any. My cash app is <laughs> uh this is my Venmo account. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got a few of those. Yeah, I'm like, man. <laughs> That's uh I'm sure you did. Um I'm sure I'm sure you got some funny ones too. Uh we'll just probably leave that there. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. No, I, I, I saw that and I just had to ask you about that. I, I, think, sure, I thought, sure. I thought that was pretty great. Um, cause words do matter and you know that. Um, so speaking of words, you're in the podcast space, uh, with something yeah. called the recession or is it just recession? Mm -hmm. I guess when you look at the title of it, it has re and then session, but, yeah. uh, it's kind of a cool name. Um, so what's that space like and 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 what's the what's what do you enjoy most uh about you know having the podcast and i, well, I just listened to your most recent one with somebody with with a, a, somebody's brother donated uh yeah um actually that was like that. freeway um yeah freeway, who, who's a, uh he's also uh an artist and what he experienced was kidney failure yeah and he had to get on this long donors list to get a kidney yeah and you know, he had to go through dialysis and do all these things. He was telling me about how he was paying for it out of his pocket. He didn't have any insurance. And he finally got a kidney. And not not too not too long after that, his teenage son was tragically killed. And he had to he, he ended up donating his son's organs for somebody else's son, because somebody saved somebody's son saved his life. So he donated his son's organs to, to save somebody else's life. And in the midst of that, when we speak, and his daughter was to the right of him, which is, she was about 13, 14, she was just diagnosed with cancer. Oh, and I'm like, yo, how are you dealing yeah. with all this? And, and he's, he, he was like, I'm just keeping my faith. But that's what that podcast is about, talking to real people about real situations. Because even though um, I might didn't experience that per se, mm -hmm. there's somebody out there in the world that thinks that their life or their world is over, done with, because it, it, of the hurt and so much like, you know, why me? And, and just to hear somebody else's story make you go, wow, because you got people out here, and it makes you think about the things you complain about. You got people out here complaining about Instagram posts and, and filters and, you know, why this and why that? And, oh, man, I'm tired of the pandemic. I can't go anywhere. It's just like, but people are going through a real life mm -hmm. situation. So this is just to um, uh, uh, reiterate that people out here go through real things and they come out on top. And my first guest I love that. for him was uh, Tony Robbins. 
And, oh, uh, wow. The, the inspirational speaker. Yeah. yeah. And I thought it would be good because, you know, that's always been my lane, but to actually speak to somebody else who does it on a different level mm-hmm. and for us to kind of go back and forth about, you know, what we think the world needs more of. And my question to him was like, what do you think the world needs more of? And the first thing he said was compassion. I'm like, hmm, noted. And yeah. I think it's good for my culture to hear him say things like that. Yeah. Um, because you, you kind of, you know, you, you kind of uh, connecting the dots, you know, just across the spectrum. You, you, you're talking about things that really make sense if you just, you know, sit back and look at it and not be so emotional and tedious about it. With mm-hmm. the hate and, you know, with hate and, and all these other things that go on and just go, hey, look, like, you know, we all got to be here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What do we do? <laughs> you know, it's one of those That's things. Awesome. Yeah, he was yeah. One of the things that, you know, stood out too about that conversation with Freeway was, didn't he say there was like four different people whose lives were, were saved? Yes. from his, he, his, he gave four of his son's organs away. Somebody got his heart, somebody got his lungs, somebody got his liver. Just think about that. I know. This, this is the conversation you're having. And I'm like, wow. Like, then you got to look at the, um, the blessing in it too. Yeah. Because he saved somebody else's life. So he, he, he wasn't in vain. You know, but somebody saved his life with a kidney. Yeah. And that's how he even got um, to be a part of that uh, uh, organization and understand what doning meant. Because, you know, a lot of people are like, I don't want to be an organ donor because, or this is just like, but you have the ability to save someone else's life. And when people are out here, like one of uh, our guys, Scarface, and we've talked about him in this, um, this particular podcast, Scarface is... Um, going through it right now because he's trying to get a kidney mm. and this is somebody we look up to as a living legend and it's just mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. wow like mm. you know and 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 when you hear these things but the the thing that i took away from this conversation was that they know each other and he was able to have a conversation with scarface about what he went through and he was able to be there for him to help him mentally as he's going through this process. And I think that that's divine that one person's, you know, sacrifice and, 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 and things that happen to you that you can take that pain and share it with somebody else to give them comfort. I think that's crazy. Yeah. I, I listened to it and uh, I tell you what, it, I, I didn't really have a strong opinion about organ donation, right. you know, before and after I, I heard that and he talked about reading the letter Right, right, right. Son's letter, right? Yeah, it was deep. Yeah. And 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 just wrapping his head around that. Mm -hmm. Um it it makes me want to make sure that I'm an organ donor now. Right, right. And also that it makes you So kudos to you and your podcast for that. Um, So I think it also makes you want to take care of yourself more. And that's what I that's what I took away from it. Health is a real thing. Sure. I mean, like we, we gotta do it. We gotta do it. Get your water intake. Got to hydrate. I got mine right here. Um, Me both, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I got the rise up cup here um, from the stadium. So that's awesome. I'm I'm really, that's, you're enjoying it. I take it. I mean, just though, just those kind of conversations are life changing and, and uh, um, that's pretty cool that you're doing that. Uh, Where can people um, find your podcast? Uh, You can find it pretty much everywhere. Um, 
iTunes. Wherever you get your podcast, it's called the Recession Podcast. Yep. In conjunction with Charlemagne the God and um, uh, Black Effect. Okay. And, um, actually, on there we're premiering well snippets of you know different songs. Yep. From the album, and I think the song that we played with him was a Neo record I have on the album that's featuring Neo. That's called The Glory. Okay. It's about it's about believing. You know what I'm saying, and just knowing there's a higher power, and just you know, stepping in the name of that, and, and and just knowing that you ain't fighting none of this by yourself. Somebody got you, you know. <laughs> so it's a dope song. I'm I'm ready for this to come out now. Oh yeah, um, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> and how often do you drop episodes for that? Just curious. Oh, uh, Monday, Mondays, every the, Monday. The, okay. Yeah, every Monday. Yep. Okay. Wherever your podcast is, wherever you get your podcast. Yep. It's called the Recession Podcast. Yep. R-E session. Got it. Good stuff. I love that. Uh, and so uh, there's two things I just want to cover with you before uh, uh, we let you go. And this has been awesome. I've really enjoyed talking to you. Um, you got, there's a, a little, uh, but this is going to come out on Thursday. And on Thursday, um, there's a little, little versus battle about to go down. You want to, yeah. Um, you want to talk a little bit about that and give us a little tease what's going on on the third thir- uh, uh, the yes, Thursday the 19th? Yes, it's going to be, you know, the, the Super Bowl all over again. <laughs> 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 you got two guys from the, you know, the city of Atlanta that, you know, that um that you know, have history and 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 for the first time ever, you know, we're going to be in one room and and, and we're going to, you know, play music and talk about it. Um You and Gucci Mane. Yes, so it, it should be. It's gonna be interesting. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, I can't wait. You know, the nineteen can't come soon enough. You know, it's been a long time coming. And for for those who don't know, how can they watch and listen to that? Uh versus TV gotcha. is what I think on on Instagram and um, mm-hmm. Apple TV as well. Mm-hmm. Apple's involved as well. All right, that's gonna be. Uh... Thursday evening at eight o'clock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Must must watch TV though. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Make sure you have your snowman shirt off. Take the Falcons and put your snowman on. I gotta get me one. <laughs> I gotta get one. Yeah, we gotta put that one on. <laughs> um, speaking of, hey, before I ask you about the Falcons, wrap this up with the Falcons. What do you think of their? Uh, what do you think of the new uniforms? I love it. I actually got a new one. Um, because somebody asked me why I, I was just talking though, but you know, I was like, maybe because of the new jerseys, we get go back to the old jerseys. But I, I actually like the new jersey, if I'm honest. I think it's dope. Do. I actually, they sent me one I have um, upstairs. I'm gonna get it framed. So, what number is it? I don't know. You, you know what number that jersey is? I believe it's one. Oh, one. Number one. Seems appropriate. One of one. <laughs> um, what's your favorite combination? You like the black, you like the gradient, you like the white? I like the black. Okay, black on black or black? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. it's not stronger than that black. I'm, I, okay. I like black personally, so that just, that goes right up my alley. You like the, uh, you still like the retros? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Classic look, man. Can't go, can't go wrong, retros and a pair of Jordans, you win. <laughs> we just need, we just need some rings now. That's uh, it. <laughs> So let's wrap this up with the Falcons. Uh, you know, since since Raheem Morris has taken over, they're three and one. Okay. And and uh, you know they got the Saints coming up. Right. Sunday. In fact, they play the Saints twice in the next three weeks. Wow. And you know, you know, uh, being a Falcons fan, what that rivalry is all about. Yeah, that's like a whole rivalry thing. Um, I, it's, 
it's going to be interesting though because there's no fans in the stands and and, and sometimes you need that because mm-hmm. um, I, I remember the last Falcons game I went to when uh, they played New Orleans uh, Little Wayne was there he was in the skybox and I was in the skybox and we was yelling back and forth to each other it was like a real thing <laughs> you know? it's like a real thing <laughs> Yeah. What do you think of uh, what's your prediction uh, as a fan? How do you think they're going to wrap up with these next seven games? And what is your hope? You know, because, you know, they, you know, they made some changes and and they're going to get a new GM and Raheem Morris is, is in the running to be the head coach. He keeps winning. He's going to be right there. But as a fan, I just got to ask you, what's your hope for the rest of the season? And then what's your hope heading into 2021 with this team and where this franchise is going? Um, I think, um, if I'm honest, like, I just want them to keep it tight. Like, you know, I want them to keep it tight and, um, you know, bring, bring one home. Um, these next couple games, it's just, you know, if they, if that's their record now, just staying focused, don't sip the Kool-Aid just yet and dig in some more. And, um, you know, let's get the city back hype again, you know, and, and, and just remember that spirit of people being in those stands and what that felt like. So know that they're playing and working towards that. So when it get you know it, it, when it get back there, you know we back we we, we back on point. But until then, you know they got to remember that that the city's behind them. You know, love that for sure. And I loved this. I don't know how long I had you here, but I loved every minute of it. It was awesome, man. I appreciate you for having me, big dog. And shout out to the Falcons and shout out to the city. I see y'all. Don't forget to get that album though. <laughs>